into the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, After Buzzers. We're here during another After Buzz TV after show for Disney's Girl Meets World Season 1, Episode 18, Girl Meets Master Plan. I'm your host, Kristen Elizabeth Snyder. And joining me, Lee Michael Epstein. <laughs> it's Kristen, hey. How's it going, guys? Good Hello. to see you again for another back-to-back episode. <laughs> I loved this episode. Can I just Every, say that right now? <laughs> everyone loved this. I loved it. Everyone loved it. Seriously, this was my favorite of the entire season. I don't think you're alone. I mean, we got a gazillion tweets, like gazillion. more than we ever have. Yes, that's a scientific empirical number. Mm-hmm. And which, by the way, thank you guys so much for tweeting. Thank we you. love getting your tweets, right? It's really love awesome. It. And um, it was cool that ev- there was a lot of response from this episode. So we got a lot of tweets. Did um, you want to thank a few people? Yeah, yeah. Let's call some out. So, okay. So Brittany Lampka. We got Brittany tweeting us. So thank Thanks, you, Brittany. Brittany. And who else? And we Michael also had, Blanchard, I think, right? Yes. And Randy and Angie Cole. Um, and Shital Madhuri. Thank and you, guys. That's like, and also Sammy V 2003. Yeah. yeah. And Seth Hutchinson. All you guys. Thank you guys thank so much for guys. writing it. And I'm sorry. Oh, and one more. Star Warder 5 R. Lee. And I'm sorry if I missed anyone, but we really appreciate you guys yes. tweeting in. So thank you. And you guys can call in and discuss the episode with us at 42... No, it's 45... What is it? 424... <laughs> okay. One, two, I know three. Here's the know. thing. It's 424-256-1633, but I wrote it on my paper wrong, but in my head I was saying it right. 424... 424- Two five six one six three three. We are live right now in the studio at AfterBuzzTV.com streaming. We're in Studio B. You guys can watch us on YouTube if you missed the live show. And we're also on iTunes, downloadable as a podcast. And please rate and comment. We love when you guys comment. Oh, do we? Okay, we got... I'm just nervous this is going to be a prank call. For, but let's see. I hope it's not one of our friends prank calling oh, us. Oh, we let's do have a call. We got a call already. Oh, uh, hello, right. caller. What's your name? Where are you from? <coughs> I don't know if you know who this is, but this is Josh. Josh from Florida. Josh calls on some of my other shows, oh, and we out. love Josh. We nice. love him. Josh, I know you were trying to catch up on Girl Meets World. Did you get a chance to watch Girl Meets Master Plan with Sean Hunter returning? I did. I did, and this is the perfect episode because I have to tell you guys, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like sh- struck in a little bit because I'm still waiting on a special person to return. I'm, I'm waiting on this person for a good little minute. Could it be so Eric is, Matthews? Eric? Is that who you're waiting? Bro. No, it is not Eric. Hmm. It, it, yeah, but it's someone... Do you want to tell us? This episode. Sure, sure. It's the lovely Angela. Angela. Oh. I'm, I knew yeah. he was going to say yeah. that. Yeah. I, know they... I, have not, I have not given up on those <laughs> So You should you know, tweet the Girl Meets World writers that. 
because they yeah. it's up to them and they yes. have a twitter handle those of you who don't know that is the real writers room for girl meets world they we're, actually we're responded gonna get in trouble for promoting this they actually <laughs> won't. no they'll like it they really do like the they, feedback they, they actually responded to some a question that someone asked us they asked us where was augie this episode right. and the writers said downstairs <laughs> that's who started that that's yeah, right exactly. the girl meets world writers responded to a question we were asked so if we don't know they're gonna chime in and so you should definitely tweet them and say that you want angela back but like downstairs in their building right because they don't live in like a duplex apartment in <laughs> well, the west village do they i think the bakery miss servorsky is right downstairs i think so it is there? okay maybe maybe <laughs> yeah no they like to write to you and sometimes if we like miss a name or we can't mm-hmm. remember something they'll write to us and tell us the answer so yeah you should you should should suggest it and josh <laughs> um what was your favorite part of this episode before we let you go you know, I, I'm a big fan of, like, the beginning. And, you know, I, I, I love the dialogue. And, mm-hmm. I, and, and it, I, it's just so quirky and smart. And, and, it, and it just, like, I, I don't know. There's nothing like it. And um, just the exchange between, like, Maya and... Um, and Sean. You know, and Sean. And yeah. how they interact. And you see that chemistry. And just Maya... In general, like that's one person who I feel like is really gonna, you know, break out. Like she's just. I agree. She's a fantastic. Yeah. Fan. Thanks for your comments, Josh. Really good stuff. Thank you, Josh. Thank you and for you always it, by the way. Before ah. I go, you thank are, you. You guys are killing it, Lee. You're doing a good job. Thanks, like, buddy. I'm telling you, like you're, you guys have some really shows when you when you're on here, and it really helps. And Kristen, you already know you're my girl. You, you knock out every single time. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. Thanks, Josh. Good to have fans. Thanks, Honestly, man. Honestly, Josh, I I hope more fans take it from you and decide to call in and chat because it, you know it is kind of nerve wracking to be on camera and online and call, but. But we're all nervous. Just join yeah. us. Let's just chat about yeah, the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Guys, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so Thanks much, Josh. Josh. Bye. So let's talk about the episode. Yeah, before so we, we're, we're just so excited. We haven't really even gotten into it yet. So it, Maya just turned 14, and she woke up, and her mom wasn't there. Yeah. That would be devastating for me. That's yeah, rough. <laughs> and we already kind of knew going yeah. into this. This is not the first time we've been introduced to Maya's mom kind of being mm-hmm. absent. And we don't have all the pieces together. Just like, um, and we don't quite have how Sean's going to play into all of this yet. But this, you know, starts to delve into that more. The master plan. Yeah. So I love that this episode, Riley decides to recruit her mom and her dad for the master plan. And uh, Maya actually has to stay on the couch with Sean. So it's nice that they get to, you know. The Riley-Corey dynamic kind of going on. Or, right. And the Maya-Sean. Both. both. Mm-hmm. Because I also liked at the end where um, Corey said to Sean, you know, I've got a new partner in crime now, so you need a new partner. And that's when he teams exactly. up with Maya. But I like that. And I really liked how well she gets along with with Sean, Maya does, and Riley. I just love that he's back. Yeah, he's, and he's great. He's a great character, and he fits right, right in. And um, it was it was great, and kind of the intertwining of all the stories from Boy Meets World and Girl Meets World mm-hmm. all coming together very naturally, actually, in a way that that makes sense is, is really cool. Yeah, and Corey playing the Godfather, I am almost positive he has done that before in Boy Meets World. Exactly. Girl Meets World writers, please let us know, or maybe you guys at home. I mean, I've watched Boy Meets World episodes a million gazillion times, but I, I just know that he's done it before. I think he was, like, selling cupcakes with Sean, and they were trying to hook up Feeny with the, with the principal, 
I think that's the episode where like when he does this like Italian accent. He does and the Italian Godfather accent yeah. because they were div- they were scheming that day to try to get Feeney to tell the dean that he loved her. Well, definitely, you know, Corey <laughs> says Corey says I'm retired. You know, he's like, I'm out. I'm retired. I'm out. There's like a lot of references that the he Godfather. was the schemer. You know, and mm-hmm. that that um, that Riley needs to go to Corey to be in that role, which I liked also because, you know, that hasn't really been the dynamic. Mm-hmm. We've I like that the Riley-Corey thing has been going on kind of all season, but this is putting Corey in that role of not being the teacher only and not just being the dad, but being like actively involved in, you know, in scheming and right. making a plan here, like in the old Boy Meets world where he was the kid and he was like making stuff happen. So I think that was cool to have him in that role with my, with Riley. And a lot of people were talking online. This, this episode got a lot of buzz online, just got people talking mostly... A lot because Sean was back, because Ryder was back. Um, But also just, it was a great episode, and it had people seeing, you know, that Riley and Corey, that that Riley is the new Corey, kind of. Yeah, it was very meta, and it it wanted the new audience, it wanted to really let them know. Uh, background about Boy Meets World. And yes. I don't think the Boy Meets World audience minds at all because we just love when we get those little winks at the audience and sure. things that we know from Boy Meets World that come up in Girl Meets World. And I, I would love that they all, if they always bring back someone from Boy because now I think, you know, the Girl Meets World audience has really adjusted to the old characters Topanga and Corey. And so I like how they're slowly introducing old characters from Boy. Yeah. Because you know parents are just going to, like, get their kids and sit them in front of the TV and make them watch it. <laughs> well, yeah, it's also interesting in terms of a, a sequel show that it's mm-hmm. not just a spinoff, right? It really right. is a continuation in some ways and really mm-hmm. is – it's not just referencing and winking towards uh, back to Boy Meets World, but there's some direct connection and kind of continuity from Boy Meets World themes and characters and storylines right into here. Right. Like, even – um, like here in this episode, asking Sean, you know, if he had a spouse or what happened to his partner. And he says, and it, he oh, starts I to explain Angela. He's explaining yeah. something that, you know, is was it, left hanging in the last time? show. Yeah. And then they actually go into how, you know, Sean fell in love with this girl, Angela, because he went through her purse. And that's one of my all-time favorite boy episodes because I don't know if you guys know at home, but he finds this purse and he starts going through it and he loves everything in the purse and he's like, whoever this purse belongs to. Uh, he's just become it's obsessed. It's what, season five? Season in uh, Boy Meets boy World. Meets that sounds about right. Five, yeah. It was with Angela. So, um, yeah, season five sounds about right. Uh, but you guys should go and watch it, the Boy Meets World episode, because it's referenced in this show. And it's beautiful the way he falls in love with this girl because of the things in her purse. And that's really sweet. And, that, and then it ties together so nicely. Yeah. You know, and these writers do like to do that. And it worked mm-hmm. really well here to kind of tie it all together with a nice bow at the end. Oh. Where, you know, where Katie, <laughs> Maya's mom, says, who's another character, which I think mm-hmm. we might be seeing more of. Definitely. Seems that way. She's great. And she says, you can't go through my purse to Sean. Right? And then Riley and Myla... Riley, Riley, and Maya say, "Let him, him. <laughs> let him do it, <laughs> let him do it." You know yeah, because they, they know were told that earlier. Exactly. They know and the what's history. funny is the audience was told it just like they were. So it's like we're all doing it together. We're yes. all making this journey together. It's beautiful. So let's go ahead. <laughs> it's and a talk beautiful about, thing, Elizabeth. It's so beautiful, Kristen Elizabeth Snyder. Yes. Um, everyone knows my love for boy and girl now. Um, so let's go ahead and talk about Sean going to the diner. Corey tricks him into going by himself because he has to take a nap before bedtime. <laughs> Right. Which is amazing. I can relate to that strongly. I can relate I, to that I, too. Yeah. I don't know if it's like, you know, 
men with curly hair or what it is, but I like totally relate <laughs> to that. Nap before bedtime. Oh, I totally, yeah. Nap before bedtime. Yeah. yeah. Well, sometimes <laughs> it, with the best of intentions, it starts off as a nap and just becomes like bedtime. Well, bedtime. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. So that. I totally relate to that. I, that was not at all far fetched to me. Yeah. So he gets to the diner. Yeah. And he's very upset because, you know, he's not a parent, but he says, the one thing I know, he says it's to Katie, Maya's mom, is that you can't miss your kid's birthday. And what he finds out is, you know, she was working these extra shifts to pay for the gift that Maya wanted, mm-hmm. this, um, the locket, the locket yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so he actually helps, you know, her mom pay for the locket because she's still $50 short. And he said that she can repay him by letting him take the picture, which I just loved. Because that also wrapped it all nicely exactly. with Everything his coming job. together. Mm-hmm. And I liked a line that Riley said to Maya that, uh, you know, people, or Maya said it to Riley. She said that people only get upset when they're talking about things. I that also mean, jotted that down as a great a line. Yes. Because I think that's true. You know, we all, we fight, but it's normally just a miscommunication because mm. we're upset because that really means a lot to us. Yeah. So I really thought that was a great lesson that was sort of hidden in there. But right. No, I remember. Right. We can all learn from for sure. Yeah. Riley says to Maya, wow, you just said a really nice thing in a really mean voice. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a funny line. And then Maya says, yeah, people only get upset with each other when what they are talking about is important to them. It's true that when people so are passionate, true. that's when they care and that's when they sound upset. Yeah, and I think that's also awareness. Be aware that that's what's happening when you're fighting with someone. And then it's probably easier to just like lower your voice, calm down and realize that they're just – they really care about whatever they're talking about. Yeah. They're not mad at you. People take that anger as like a projection on them. But I don't think it is. Yeah, well, definitely in the best kind of arguments, which this is, is you mm-hmm. know, is two people passionately caring about something who are, who are and care about each other. And mm-hmm. we see that. You know, they do care about each other. And that's why it's totally makes perfect sense that they do make up basically by the end of the episode, yeah. um, even though she kind of leaves her there <laughs> wrapped up, <laughs> even though Maya leaves Riley wrapped up on the window. But oh, they, I but they, love you know, but they, that. But they do basically make up. Yeah. I mean, Riley, yeah, we left her tied up at the end of the episode, but she loved it. She didn't even exactly. mind. She said happy birthday and, and Such Maya a true touched her friendship. nose, got the stuff off her. Yeah. I mean, it was cute. <laughs> and it was believable because that is what happens with close friends. Like when you get to be that kind of profound, deep level of yeah. intense friends and you can really get into some intense debates or arguments or disagreements but it's all for the sake of you know in the at the end the friendship is more important right and i also want to talk about farkle's watch because that was amazing unbelievable he has this cutting edge technology god that, i love that that's now a gps for maya and riley and their location and i love the danger zone when maya is getting too close to him it's so funny i mean <laughs> it's like if you think about it, it's kind of creepy but it's done in a way that it doesn't seem creepy and it's hilarious mm-hmm. and it's so good with his character and you know just it's he's so great with these kind of comedic he plays that comedic nerd so well. Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, just like Lee Michael Norris did his dad, yep. did Minkus, we have Farkle is just a great comedic geek. Or as in this episode was called The Wonk. <laughs> Which, by the way, yeah. if you had to Google what the word wonk meant, that's okay. And it's a person who Who's, knows details. You, exactly. Knows the details about something specific. Exactly. Something like Kind that. of like a geek. Or like an expert. Geek. Like yeah. A, yeah. So, so I just loved him in this. And I love when he takes out the spare watch. Yeah. You know, she steps on that. it and he you knew that was coming, whipped it right out. And let's not leave out Lucas, who is the face, which you've been commenting all right? season. It's something I they know. can't ignore because exactly. that's what he is. But they do let him do some rogue tricks this episode, which I was shocked. <laughs> I was yes. surprised that he could do that. I know. Well, I was wondering how 
whether he really did it or not. I don't I, think he did. I don't know. Because if you see the cut, how yeah. it like went from him and then it was onto her and it was around her. So I was like, hmm. Kind of yes. like the muffin episode. Remember where I told you they had the baseball <laughs> player throwing throwing the muffins at her I, head? I don't I'm know. I'm sure he didn't actually do it, but his character did it. Totally, totally. Don't ruin No, this no, league. totally. <laughs> I know, I don't want to... It's a behind-the-scenes show, you know? You're ruining movie magic! Well, I thought it was really good that... I liked that they actually addressed his pretty boyness. You know, I... I, know. Like you said, they can't ignore it, and that is kind of his role in this show sometimes, so... It's uh, it, w- it was appropriate. I think he might stick around to be their friend, or he might move back to Texas. I feel like they may introduce a new like oh, love interest for Riley. I just I haven't really felt it with them lately, and I feel like that's not going to be the Corey and Topanga, Lucas and Riley. I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. I don't feel it. No. And when we had Michael Jacobs in, those of you who love the show, you should totally watch our interview with Michael Jacobs. It's also on YouTube if you just. Uh, go to YouTube and put in Michael Jacobs After Buzz TV interview. You'll be able to find it. And it, it just, he talked about so much about all the characters and really gave us some inside knowledge, which is very helpful to understanding the season yeah. as it progresses. So he made it sound like Lucas wasn't necessarily going to be Riley's uh, Corey to Topanga. Right. And I think also another totally kind of different direction of this show that I wanted to mention was I loved how this show was edited and totally mm-hmm. totally differently than the other ones with all these graphics, you know, where it looks like a um, almost like a dragnet Inspector Gadget kind yep. of type of graphics, you know, because it's this this scheme. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just thought it was really fun. You know, it was fun that it wasn't necessarily in the style of some of the other episodes and it worked really well. And seeing all the yeah. different characters in there you know, in their role in the plan. I think it goes along with how meta they're kind of making this season and really, like, turning the camera on behind the scenes of Boy Meets World, what each episode was really doing, uh, you know, Corey Mm, and Sean mm -hmm. scheming, and then even reflecting um, this episode, Sean saying, oh, I like people who remind me of myself, I guess, and, you know, him acknowledging that, uh, Maya is very much like him. So it's like, I feel like they're really going meta with a lot of things mm. and acknowledging by putting up everyone's, oh, this is the nerd, this is the face, mm-hmm. this is the person, this is the motivation. You know, by doing that, it's like they're really turning the camera on the whole structure of right, Boy Meets the roles World. that they played in this the episode roles. that were kind of explicitly said and, and shown on the screen. But that's sort of their roles is every their episode. roles in every episode, yeah. exactly. Just kind of in a more. Is Dragnet the right thing I'm trying to think of? You know, like one of these kind of 60s spy mm-hmm. kind of things. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. And obviously a lot of people did too. I loved it. I could talk about it forever. But I think you have some news to share with us. <laughs> That's right, Bruce News. I do have some news. You should be very serious about it. This music, very serious. Yes. Keep the tone, Lee. My, my, my parents will be so happy I'm using my journalism degree here. <laughs> uh, okay, so here's the news. Have you all seen this photo? If you haven't, I see why am I, in case you missed it. Here is the photo that Ben Savage, Corey Matthews, tweeted last week. And in the photo, we see the Feeney crew, he captioned it. It's Bill Daniels, William Daniels, Mr. Feeney, and Ben Savage in the back, who looks literally in the picture like he might as well be in Boy Meets World. He looks yeah, so young back there and amazing. so excited. And then there's Danielle Fischel in the front. And then next to her is Ryder Strong. So we have all of the, the old crew together with Mr. Feeney. And this is from the set of uh, the season two taping. So the I'm big news is that excited. we know almost definitely that Mr. Feeney is coming back in season two. Yes, and if you look closely behind Mr. Feeney on his left side over his shoulder, you will see the Feeney fence. 
That's which, a great eye, Kristen. Which, that white lattice fence. It, which is exactly the fence that he used to teach Corey Matthews lessons over when they were neighbors. So I exactly. hope that we go back to Amy and Alan's house and they live right beside him still. Oh, so you think they're going to go back to Philly? I think so. I mean, I see the fence. That fence You're doesn't right. belong in New York, does it? That's a good point. I mean, I was going to say, how could you tell it apart from any other fence? But it's certainly not in Brooklyn. It's certainly not in or, Brooklyn. Or, or, or downtown Manhattan, wherever they live. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. So we are analyzing social media here to get you we're guys. We're picking this apart. I mean, we're literally facts. looking at this tiniest. <laughs> you can see it on your screen, I think. You can see in the left corner, the tiny little bit on the lower left, just that next fence. to Bill Daniel's head. That is the that's fence. That's a Philly fence. That's, we're going back Philly to Philly fence. next season. <laughs> yes, I, I'll take that. I, 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 I will. will I will. I think we should double down on that. I'm with you on that. Awesome. Let's quickly go into our predictions. So, something now, I forgot to mention. You're after Buzz TV. Predictions. What's such, <laughs> the box in this episode that Riley puts the ring in was such a big box within another box within another box because it represented so much more than this small little box to her. I think that's it had so much meaning, and that's why I think she put it in the big bigger boxes. What did you think? Did you think about that at all? That's nice. Yeah, I mean, I think I definitely think it had a lot of meaning because it sure. meant so much. That's for her, sure. So. I mean, I think although the, don't they say good things come in small packages? I don't know. <laughs> I kind of thought it was just like it's funny. I like that read on it. That's nice. Yeah. I was thinking more it was just like two you know teenage girls being cute and like making a fun birthday for each other. I just other. But thought that, is that, nice, that was sweet, that she put yeah. so... It's such a big deal to her that she had to put it in more big boxes. It was nice. And I remember, actually, when I was in middle school, our school, we used to decorate people's lockers for their birthday. Mm-hmm. We like, did that. Did you guys do that? And it's fun when, you know, kids doing their friends' birthdays is really fun. And sometimes we should all remember to celebrate birthdays, right? I still love birthdays. I will never stop making, decorating lockers and whatnot. I, sh- I do that. <laughs> well, that's a little Mailboxes. creepy, Kristen. But well, like, <laughs> no, that's great. Like that's roommates great. and whatever, I blow up 100%. balloons. I definitely de- go all, all nice. the bells and whistles are blown. <laughs> Honestly, I think it's really important to celebrate birthdays because you never, you really never know. And it's, no. it's good to be grateful just to be around, you know? Yeah. And you got to let the people you love know. And with that, I think we should head out. <laughs> Lee, what's your Twitter handle? <laughs> Wait, where can I, we I don't know. You? I thought you were sending me hints or something. All right. I, <laughs> Obviously, I love you. Did you have to make me say it on I air? I know, right? <laughs> Jesus. All right. My Twitter is Lee M. Epstein. Find me, Lee M. Epstein. Please tweet me. It's great hearing from you guys. We'd love to hear more from you, and we'll see you next time. But here's Kristen with her Twitter. You guys can find me at Cinematic Escape on Twitter. We should also give our Instagrams because I tweet a lot of fun pictures uh, of me hugging people and loving people. I'm Cinematic underscore Escape on Instagram. And what are you? I'm Lee M. Epstein. And I will try. I will be challenged by you to send more fun, loving pictures on I think, Instagram. I think we should uh, take a hug picture after this. Okay, maybe we'll so do I'm that. So I'm not a liar. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right, guys. Okay, come back in two weeks for more yes, Girl Meets World after show. 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Standard Time. Thank you guys as always for tuning in. Tweet Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. 